Dalek for Hero Clicks, episode 135, where Drew Allison is back, bitches. Drew's back, bitches. The boys are back in town. We got the full crew. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. Better open Sure, why not? <laughs> With me is my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Hey there. And, uh, you know, the, the man who, I, I don't know if we determine yet how many of those illegitimate children he just created on his trip to Origins he's going to take care of, but. Drew Alderson's here. Yeah, it's okay. Drew, I, we'll get to it later, but uh, your your guy who you met, who asked for your autograph uh, or whatever, asked for a picture or whatever, uh, he wrote in. Oh, God. You were saying to write in, so. Um, oh, God. Today, we'll discuss ATAs. We're going to break down the new ATAs for you and give you some figures that can really benefit from each of those. We're going to talk about all the news, including Origins Recap, and Drew obviously can give us some insight into that and how it went down, and then we will also cover Spider-Verse. As we always do, let's start with the news, and let's start with Origins. Uh, Drew, just as a, in general, how did it go for you personally? It was a good time. Um, this is a, any of our first time ever going. Right? Yep. None of us have ever went before. I don't think any of us have ever gone to Origins. Uh, this is Origins Game Fair in... Um, no. Columbus. Columbus. Uh, I don't know. There's two sea cities. Are there ones in Ohio? There's three. There's Cleveland, too. No one cares about Cleveland. You're all A lot of... Okay, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Austin. Um, so, it was pretty good overall. I think... Uh, I had a good time. Um, I had no problems getting into Battle Royals or whatever. Um, the show itself was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't... It was about probably... It's like a scale below Gen Con. Like, In terms of like... It was actually kind of nice. It was kind of like Gen Con. But it was like you've actually got space to move. Yeah. So, like... Uh, it was interesting. Like, um, I had a good time. Um, WizKids was doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, I went to the um, the fan appreciation thing where they showed this, uh, the variants, the sketch variants for... Uh, oh, like where they did the slideshow type yep, thing? Yep, I was there. Dwayne, uh, Dwayne, my buddy Dwayne, farted really loudly in the back. And it echoed off the wall. <laughs> so everyone could hear it. It was insanely loud. Dwayne should have looked over at you. He needs to get his uh, fart blaming skills on point. <laughs> But it was it was perhaps the most hilarious thing. Um, I sleepwalk too. There's a fun Drew fact. I do sleepwalk, so that was awkward for them, but not for me because I was asleep. Uh, I didn't do anything, you know. I wouldn't do my boys. Wouldn't do otherwise. That's right. Um, I I played in Team Worlds qualifiers, lost both, <laughs> did not qualify for Team Worlds. I was depressed. I was really hoping to see. Drew, Drew Alderson, Scott, and Aaron get to design a figure this year. Uh, our, our pulls the first time were pretty good. Um, we had Beast, Dark Angel, and uh, someone else. But uh, guys behind us, they did the old trash bag, pulling them out of the trash bag, putting it into these boxes, go around, hand out the boosters. Guys oh, behind okay. us pulled two chases and a prime. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and it was Wolverine, right? It was... Uh, well, for Marvel? It was Un Uncanny X-Men, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I always keep calling that Wolverine X-Men. Because that was the set, you know? Yeah. 
That's what it was the last time we went to. <laughs> uh, the second, the second time our pools were terrible. Uh, like literally the worst thing I've ever had. Like our, our only, we had one super and no. a six. No, it was beast. But uh, we couldn't win a game to save our lives. My dice were terrible. You could have had Austin bless your dice before you left. I would have kissed him right on the cheek. I know. I don't want Austin to touch my dice. I don't, I don't want Austin germs all over my dice. I'm already sick enough thanks to the fine people of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Austin would have been happy to know Gay Pride Weekend was Saturday over there. It was a, it was a good time. I heard you visited a, a gentleman's establishment while you were there as well. Who told you that? Did you care to comment on that? I will not comment on that. <laughs> okay. Wait, you mean an establishment full of gentlemen or a gentleman's yes, establishment? Exactly. <laughs> Take it however you will. Because Origin certainly wasn't an establishment full of gentlemen, so where he went must have been much, much shadier. Well, as far as official Hero Clicks news. I spent a lot of money, I'll just <laughs> say that. At Origins, uh, they've revealed the. I mean, I'm sure if you dig hard enough on Realms, you can find the full teams of all of the top 16 or, or maybe even more. But uh, on HeroClix's official page, if you want to visit it, you can check out the exact builds of the top four, including our good friend Batarang. Yeah, he got Grace, who got top four. Again. Tied for third. He got third last year, too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He's been kicking ass and taking names. Um, He played Super Scroll with Eclipso on it. Two of the Colossal Atoms. You're going to see that figure a whole lot. Brimstone, too. Uh, yeah, and Brimstone too. Uh, Nighthawk Prime, and then Luther ID card and Shield Level Seven ID card. Uh, that Level Seven ID card also, of course, being pretty heavily played yep. out of all the build sheets I saw, along with, of course, the Nick Fury on the sideline, the Balls of Fury on the sideline. Um, his other third place tie finisher was Brian Santana. That name sounds familiar too. I think I may have seen him in the I played final or two. Uh, Funny, I don't know if I should actually say this story. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. Proteus. There's, an, there's yeah. a figure we had talked about. In full, though. At full points with Eclipso on top of him. And then two Brimstones. Pandora's Box with only two uh, Sins. And then a Wonder Woman ID card, Luther ID card, and Shield Level 7. This is the metal, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to say, like, these top teams are really diverse, too, as we go through them. Like, they are a little bit. And there's some patterns to how they're built, but, I mean, like, in general, the figures used seem to be a little bit uh, diverse, which is nice. Derek Thompson played the Super Air Iceman, which we all knew would make a splash. Eclipso, who has now been on all three of our teams we've talked about so far. Nighthawk Prime. Uh, Age of Ultron 003 Ant-Man at 50 points. I believe that is... The tiny size granting one? The Let's Ant-Man, double check because yeah, there's is. a few. It is. I want to say he has Perplex, Poison, and the tiny thing. Yep. Uh, you know what? It's uh, been over a year since uh, Age of Ultron. Okay. That's crazy. Uh, at 50 points, he would have Perplex. And then, yeah, the ability to grant Tiny or Giant to uh, one of his friendlies. And so we had uh, Nighthawk Prime, Iceman Super Rare, that Ant-Man, and then Atomica. 
and then a manifold ID card, and then Pandora's box also with two sins, and both of them are the same as Brian Santana's, the sloth and the rat. So that's a little different than the rest of them too. And then first place, he won last year as well, right? Patrick, Patrick Yubjako, uh with the figure that I thought would be... He won Team World last year, I think. I want to say he won both. Maybe he did. I'm pretty sure he won both last year. Um, Quinjet, this is what I figured would Same. be in at least two of these top four, if not more than that. Quinjet with the resource, obviously. Um, his ID cards, he has eight total on the team. Uh, Red Tornado, Nova, Iron Man, shield, two shield level sevens. That costs a pretty penny. Nightwing, The Atom, and Bucky Barnes. All eight of those ID cards, and of course all eight sideline figures. Uh, so the Quinjet, those ID cards, and then The Atom, Colossal, Atomica, Henry, and two of the different Ultron drones. One of them, I think, being a chase. This is a whole lot of money here on this team. <laughs> now that I think about it, like, this is like a $400 team. Yeah. That's not how it was when we first started playing Heroclix at all. Um, I venture to say even the absolute top teams would have been 50 bucks or less. Well, once entities got... Well, Centroid was like 100 but... He was 70 at the most. Well, I mean, at for his the peak. full team, wasn't it Centroid and the... If you played Centroid, you couldn't fit anything else. Oh, that's true. Never mind. Disregard me. I always disregard you, Austin. Yeah, pretty much. I knew, but I just didn't want to hear it confirmed. <laughs> so congrats, uh, congrats to all these guys, especially Battering, who's uh, played in our Dow Design Contest and all that good stuff. Um, as I said, if you want to you know, find even more of those results, you can go to HeroClix or HCRealms.com, go to the forums and, and dig through the crap until you find the breakdown of all those teams. It was a good time. Good venue. Pretty pretty good time. Sounds like it. Good city, too. About very how, clean. About how far of a drive was really? it from no, here? I, no, it was a very nice city. It was, like, legitimate. I have nothing but good things to say about the city. Even the gentleman's place was actually quite clean. That's pretty good, because around here, ours are not. You're totally right. <laughs> uh, what, what, how far how far of a drive was it from two and a half hours Indiana? Tops. We went to Cedar Point last Saturday and just Ashley and I. It was like a. It's like almost a five-hour yeah, drive. It's a, there. It's, Columbus is different. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cons, before we get off of the con news, the only con we had yet to see or talk about, I believe, was Ace the Bat Hound, and uh, I think he's really good. He's really cool. He's fifty points, four clicks. His top dial is really good. He's got seventeen reflexes with charge, eleven attack, and two damage. But uh, he has a special damage power on that top click where you give him a free action to choose a standard damage power you didn't choose during your last turn, you can use that. So he's got a damage pick of power with charge and decent values. And then he's got two traits. One of them is adjacent friendlies can use igno can ignore hindering on line of fire to target characters that are within six squares of Ace the Bathound. That's super strong. And his other trait is uh cats. Ace modifies his attack value plus one when attacking a character with the animal keyword. This is a good figure. Yeah. Honestly, with these keywords, he's only 50 points. 
And with these keywords, Animal, Batman, Family, Detective, and Gotham City, he could potentially see some meta play, some rock play here and there uh, with that pick of power and then just overall being a great figure and then that trait. You can get him as low as 75 bucks. Yeah, I hope he drops because I definitely want to pick one up eventually. Uh, he might. <laughs> so some Spider-Man stuff to talk about. Did you guys hear about this train wreck? Yeah. yeah, I had actually been reading about that news article when it was posted to the Greenwood Clickswall. We'll talk about it because you probably know more than I do about exactly what went down. So basically there was a, I don't recall exactly if it was a derailment or if it hit something, but uh, it absolutely destroyed a cargo train. And apparently uh, the superior foes of Spider-Man, primary pre-release release, um, Basically, all the boosters that were going to be for the pre-release yeah. were on there. That's so, crazy. So the pre-release, well, here it just says the pre-releases are canceled in North and South America. So I'm guessing that means that there that are other places around the world that they that your pre-releases will still go down. Um, it was just kind of weird to see something like, oh, I've seen this on the news, and to see the direct impact of it on something that we know. And this was. For those wondering, like, a handful of people have died yeah. in this, so this was a bigger ordeal than you might initially think it was. So, um, it's not just them making an excuse or anything like that. It was pretty, pretty big deal. What if it were? Wizkid's no. derails train to play. <laughs> nah. We like, you know, we like to play around with funny Wizkid's. Uh, Conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy God, theories okay, now, so we're not going to. Let's this. go back to Origins for a second. Uh, oh, no, like I said, I was at the uh, the fan appreciation thing, right? Yep. They gave away a, a Uncanny X-Men factory set. Oh, nice. I didn't win it. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I'm guessing not, or you would have been bragging about it. I would have been. Hey, check this out. You probably would have brought it with you today. But uh, I'd probably still have it like right here, taking pictures it of plastic. it. But, um... I kept my Street Fighter one sealed for the longest time until I think. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But, um, fucking Attack Wing players are the weirdest people I've ever met. <laughs> You're telling me that hardcore Star Trek yes. fans are weird? No, uh, yeah, it is Star I don't Trek. Believe it. I don't is believe it Star it. Trek Attack Wing? Yeah. Yeah. They're really weird people. The D&D Attack Wing people. They were like, so they did like, uh, you walked in and you I'm did sorry, like D&D attack people that listen to this. <laughs> they, they gave you a raffle to Dice Masters players are also kind of weird. Are we just isolating How is that game not game? dead yet? Dude, there were a lot of people there for so that. Much. There were a lot of people there even for those, that. It's those one dollar boosters, man. Even those side ga- even the side ones, like apparently Yu-Gi-Oh! and D&D sold pretty well too. And then they're doing Ninja Turtles now. Those one dollar boosters, that is that was a genius idea. I'm not but gonna uh Alright, sorry. There was like but oh my god, these like one of the guys was like up filming in front and he was giving the guy shit about attack wing or something, like anybody cared about attack wing. If you play attack wing and you listen to this podcast, what is your problem? <laughs> it's kinda cool it's cool mechanics. Shut up, Austin. <laughs> I've never actually seen it or Yeah, it's kinda cool actually. But um <laughs> I'm just saying, like, all the people that were there for it, kind of weird. But it was always funny because you'd go up there and fill out the Battle Royal for the Battle Royal. Everybody would be doing that or Rainbow Drafts or Dice Masters. But there would be, like, one person on a list 
for attack looking. <laughs> I remember all the years in a row that that I bought my con exclusives at Gen Con. They always had attack wing ones, yeah. and you. They, everything else would always be sold out, and they'd always be like, "We got plenty of fucking attack wing <laughs> figures. Who wants them?" I still regret not buying two for twenty dollars. I don't even know what I would have done with a board cube. But uh, like they'd always run out of yeah, everything. Yeah, it just attack wing. just reminds me. Like they were like, like the hero clicks players were like, "Yeah!" Like the guy in front of me was like, "Who cares about hero clicks?" <laughs> like I knew. It's kind of their bread and butter. Fucking weirdo attack wing players. If you listen to this podcast and you play attack wing, that's cool. I mean, <laughs> but that's not where I thought you were going with that. Uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't expect that. But, uh, um, also, in Spider Man news, um, we, I'm gonna get a hateful email from an attack wing player talking about how could you do this, Drew Alderson? You have betrayed us. They gave us two, two Alderson, two, two Alderson. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that, you're right, that is too old or something. Let's continue. We got two new uh, Spider-Man spoilers, including a new Speed Demon. Oh boy. It is a different sculpt. Oh boy. He's slightly cheaper than the other one. Oh boy. But is he as cool? We're about to find out. Can he, can he run circles around you and spin I you? I doubt he can do that. that visor? That visor's bitching. It is kind of bitching. They probably did away with that because of how fucking overpowered it was. I'm guessing so. Because it was fucking insane. I'll do him, and then uh, uh, Drew, you can sure. do Boomerang, because I know you like Boomerang. I do like Boomerang. Speed Demon has Sinister Syndicate, Thunderbolts, and Speedster keywords. I don't remember if the old one had Speedster. I don't remember if Speedster was a keyword by then. I don't think it was. Let's double check, shall we? We're double checking. Deadpool set. Super rare. Speed Demon. Speed Demon. The Demon of the Speed. Did not have Did not have the speedster keyword. We're moving on up. I don't think it existed. Two traits. Once per turn. Once per... uh, Superior to the other guys. This is his trait. And by the wording of it, I'm guessing that there will be... Maybe maybe this is what all the superior foes are going to have. Once per turn for all characters with this trait, if a character uses the Sinister Syndicate team ability to replace their attack value with speed demons, that character can use prob during that attack. Hot diggity damn. That's really good. That is ridiculous. I hope they all have that trait. Uh, the other trait is Speed Shadow. That's right. It is a Clicks Effects based oh, cool. power. And he comes with a little white Clicks Effects. Another thing about this, they're really pushing Clicks FX, so don't expect it to go away. I'm just saying. When moving through a square, you may place the Speed Shadow marker in it, removing, removing it from anywhere else. When Speed Demon makes a close attack, he treats characters adjacent to the Speed Shadow Marker as adjacent to himself, the exact same as the Quicksilver mechanic. Yep. So, exact same trait as that, but his other trait is super good. Uh, maybe even superior to other characters' traits, one might say. He is... We're just going to move on. <laughs> as I said, he's cheaper than the other uh, Speed Demon at 80 points. He has five clicks of life total. He has hypersonic on the first two and uh, special defense power on the first three that gives him reflexes. And if he moved during your last turn, he can use energy shield. Okay. Pretty good. All right. And he's already an 18. I'm li- I'm liking it. He's already an 18, so that's pretty dang useful. And then his uh, starting on three, so on three, four, and five, instead of hypersonic, you get this special hypersonic where when he does, you can use flurry as a free action. 
That instead sounds of making familiar. a close tech. Someone's done that before. I don't know who. But you'll notice his damage dips from three to two when he gets that. So instead of hitting for one for three, he'll be hitting for two for two. And he gets prop control on those last three clicks also. Even excluding his traits, that first click is well worth 80 points within Dom. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like... He's good. He's comparable to Quicksilver. Um, I don't think he's as good. I think the first speed demon's a little better still than he this is, guy, personally. I, mean, I just like him for 80 points because, I mean, cheap speedsters, most speedsters tend to run... Well, I guess after Flash we got a bunch of really cheap ones, but they're all kind he's of... He's only cool. a rare this time too, isn't he? Uh, he's I'm number 40. Oh, 40. I'm going to guess he's a rare, but it's it's kind of hard to tell with this new set, the black on the white, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Boomerang is our other official. Boomerang. Boomerang. I love Captain Boomerang. Oh, it's not Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. It's I love Boomerang. Commander Boomerang. It's not Commander Boomerang. Comrade Boomerang. I don't know. I get them all mixed up. I forgot to check if he had improved movement because they now put it on the... Okay, he does not have any kind of improved movement for anyone wondering. Because they put it on the outside of the frame now. That's something, yeah, that's something of, to note since he is a hypersoniker. Uh, he is going to have to worry about hindering and all that shit. That was, uh, I played against a Quicksilver in uh, Team Worlds, and that Storm, the one who can make free action smoke clouds. Yeah, awesome. I played that one a few weeks ago. It's just like a beast against. Um, so, could you zoom in a little bit? And we'll... There we there go. You go. That's, that's much better. Uh, Boomerang. Uh, real name Fred Myers. Again, the important information out of the way. Uh, he's got improved targeting uh, characters. Ignores characters on targeting. Nice. Uh, pretty nice. Um, he's got a trait uh, superior to the other guys. Mm, this sounds familiar. Once per turn for all characters with this trait, if a character uses the Sinister Syndicate team ability to replace their attack value with boomerangs, that character can use precision strike. Hot damn. That I like it's that. different. I'm loving this. Um, does that mean you could use a Sinister Syndicate character with him that doesn't have... Oh, wait, no, there isn't a superior keyword or anything on him. It's just Thunderbolt Sinister. Never mind. I was going to say... I oh, thought he doesn't have superior foes keyword, does he? That's what I was going to say. Is, I yeah. Hmm. So they made them just normal Sinister Syndicate with the trait. But yeah. I thought the last guy had... No, he didn't. He didn't? Okay. I think I was he only had like it. I, it was this comic book at the right that that I was seeing superior. I mean, freaking Electro and Shocker. You know what? I, I'm glad that they did that instead of making it a new keyword. Cause it just makes it. Well, work they already easier. made the keyword though. Well, then who's gonna have it? Just the Fast Forces or something? No, I mean they're just not gonna use it. I guess. Hmm. Like I don't know. It's like the No Dark Avengers. Because isn't Avengers. isn't the Fast Forces just Spider-Man's oh, greatest yeah. foes? Or is that Batman? I don't no, know. I think you're right. Well, the, the Spider-Man Fast Forces has a wide variety. It has like a Jameson, a Doc Ock, a Goblin, a Spidey. It has like a mixture of stuff, I think. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So he has that trait, but in Precision Strike instead of Prob. Yeah. Um, he's got uh, top dial. He's, he's got two point options, I think. Uh, uh, can't tell what they are. It's 110 or, or 75. 75. Either one, you're looking pretty decent. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, top dial for the higher point value. He's got running shot with uh, energy explosion, 11 attack, special defense power. He can use ESD when he has no action tokens and would be hit by a range attack. You may give him an action token to immediately use super senses. Hmm. That's cool. That's the new I like take. the wording, too. I like it. Uh, he's got... <laughs> 
He's got another special trait. I got my own gang now, and they sort of listen to me because <laughs> he's the leader of the Senate, the superior foes. Boomerang can use leadership when he does and fails. You may give an action token to a friendly character, and if you do, remove an action token from him. Hmm. I like that. Very nice. I was going to say, uh, back on the boomerang deflection power, because I just realized it was a boomerang deflection, I like the theme of that, that you give him an action token to kind of make a counterattack to dodge it. You know who this is going to be useful with? Yeah. The Mysterio that creates... Duplicates? The duplicate... Uh, Little Mysterio, because then you could give one of them the action token and clear Boomerang every turn. True enough. Because they have Sinister Syndicate keyword. True enough. And you're going to fail leadership a lot of that time. He is Boomerang after all. Yep. Um, lower dial, he has a sidestep with um, uh, Precision Strike and uh, Range Combat Expert. Which juicy. Is, which is juicy. Juicy fruit. 11 attack, 2 damage, so... Six range double bolt. Don't feel bad about going into that damage, boys. Don't feel bad. Um, Bottom yeah. barely turns into a support piece, basically, with stealth freaking outwit. He can still do some damage, though. He's still got precision yeah. strike. So. And, I mean, even though his dial dips to nines on the last two, and I believe, uh, uh, what's this, Speed Demons dip to nines on the last two, remember, they have the Sinister Syndicate team ability, so they're yep. going to be borrowing from each other. So Syndicate? That 9 will easily be an 11. He's got Master's He also has Master's Fuel, yeah. Ooh. Very nice. I like him. Uh, yeah, my guess would be they're both going to be rares because he's uh, Speed Demon was 40 and Boomerang's 42. So hopefully they're just normal rares, not super rares. Uh, we also got Carnage. Austin, you want to talk about Carnage? Have you looked at him yet? Chairs Farnett's really excited somewhere. Um, Carnage is 100 points. He's got a six-click deep dial, um, eight charge, 11 attack, uh, blades claw, 17 combat reflexes, and three damage on top click. Um, he has the maximum Carnage and monster keyword, which I love the maximum Carnage ATA, so this is gonna be fun. Um, he's Why got, would Carnage not have the maximum? I don't know because they, there was it's uh, Whiskits. They skipped a character with it before. Why would there be... Static Shock, never forget. Why would there be three Sabertooths and Uncanny X-Men? <laughs> and not a single with Brotherhood. <laughs> These are the questions. Um, he's got two traits. His first one is Alien Symbiote. He can use Plasticity and Shape Change and automatically breaks away. That's not good. Uh, and he also has Improved Movement, Ignores Elevated. I will say, he doesn't really need the last part since he has Plasticity, but whatever. It just means you can't fail on a one. It just means... It's for, the, it's for people like you, Hunter. This is, this is true. This is a handicap ramp for you, right. is what it is. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, his other one is a Sadistic Slaughterer. When Carnage damages an opposing character of lower points with an attack, do not place an action token on him for this action. Oh, hot when, dog. When he KOs an opposing character, not note that that one's not lower point value on the second part. Um, heal him one click, or if that character was lower points, heal him two instead. That's Hot daddy, damn. That's fucking dumb. With traded plasticity, shape change, ignoring freaking characters on movement and elevated, basically. This guy's insane. This, guy this is a tie-up master. With resources, this guy's going to be bonkers. I mean, he's 100 points, and he's a great dial without him, but I think there's potential here. For sure. uh, Mid-dial, he ramps up to an 18 defense with toughness instead of combat reflexes and flurry blades. That's Which not you're, good. You're going to roll that blade. He's only got two damage on those clicks. And in his bottom dial, he goes back to charge blades, combat reflexes, but picks up exploit with two damage. Um, there's not a single click on this. That's bad. Mm-mm. No team abilities. Uh, no end uh, on, but... He's got a Tiamat-esque what thing. Is, what is, is the exact yeah. maximum carnage ATA? 
Uh, we will have to look it up because it's pretty wordy. I was going to say, I can't remember. It's very good, though. You love it, Austin. I love yeah, it. I, I use it. Actually, it's been a while. When a single opposing character takes damage from an attack by oh, a character no. using this team of Oh, no. After action to resolve, choose another opposing character adjacent to the first. That other character is dealt damage equal to the amount of damage taken. So... Hi, Flurry Blades. You get in. <laughs> if, he, if Carnage can get... We forgot to... Um, State he ignores elevated on movement. It would be very nice if he ignored characters as well. So he could just move in between a couple characters, hit one, deal blades. You know, who knows what he rolls. If you're Austin, you're rolling a six and dealing the six to both characters. That's a 12 damage swing. And you're triggering his trait. Well, it's actually damage dealt, so if they have a reducer. Or damage taken. Or damage taken. It's damage damage taken. taken. Was it? Yeah. So if they have a reducer, they reduce it as well. Is dealt damage equal to the amount of damage taken? Yeah. So, so if you hit them for six and they still, reduced it to four, then you're doing four. So it's still, if they have like top dial ESD on both people and you get you got in, it's been a fun game. Well, the best part is I don't. You don't have to roll. It's not like energy explosion. You don't have to beat the other person's defense. So you can hit a weak character and then get the damage on a character that you might not be able to hit because they're sitting on freaking a nineteen or something. That's like that. true. That's a good point. You're not having to actually hit that. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to hit the roll. Very, hit very good of. ATA. Uh, it's one of the best for sure. I that's agree. why it's uncopyable. Um, oh, if that shit was copyable. <laughs> Marvel Knights OP kit. This actually, I don't know if you guys seen these dials. These are some pretty damn good dials. I was really? pleasantly surprised. Well, some of them have been hit or Yeah, miss. some of them have been terrible. But some What's of them the, the one with Lex and uh, the other two in it? Sinestro. And that one's hot garbage, I think. Yeah, I agree. I was pretty disappointed because I wanted a really good Sinestro. He's not bad. Anyway, um, not great. Marvel Knights OP kit. This shroud is juicy. juicy. This shroud is pretty juicy fruit. Sesame Street brought to you. <laughs> Dollar for Hero Clicks brought to you today by the word juicy. Uh, this shroud is only 40 points. Okay. Stealth on every click. Shape change on every click. No, sorry. On the top two clicks with his uh, reflexes. Now... Keep that stealth in mind. Here's how it's trade stealth in mind. Trade an attack, a special attack power. He has a special attack power on every click. He's got night shift keyword. That is all that matters. <laughs> the trade is when an opposing character occupies one of his smoke cloud markers, and is adjacent to two other, that character modifies its attack value by negative one. So keep in mind that will stack on top of the negative one um, that he's already uh, given them from uh, the smoke cloud. Uh, so you're gonna make that character be negative two attack. On top of that, his attack power gives you two options. Once per turn, so you can't do both. Uh, but Shroud can use Smoke Cloud. When he does, he may place up to nine hindering terrain markers. It's fucking Arwen all over again. <laughs> <laughs> if at least one is placed adjacent to him. Or he may use Smoke Cloud as a free action, but only to place a hindering terrain marker in his own square. And up to two hindering terrain markers each. Yeah, that's not good. Square. Yeah, that's not good because you, you definitely wouldn't get minus two attack from that. There's no way, right? I mean, that's not good. Fuck this game. <laughs> Only 40 points. Keywords, heroes for hire. That's probably where you're going to see him play the most. Martial right, artist, mystical. Shift. <laughs> mystical and night shift. If you need well, a little... The night shift I ain't talking shit about the night shift. I'm talking shit about the night shift keyword. There's like what two figures. This, this looks like they're bringing them back. <laughs> Fun like the porch monkeys. They're bringing them back. 
This guy is a fun piece to play. I think he's a good filler for Heroes for Hire and Mystical. Um, seriously though, like if this guy's based by two people and they each like have a ten attack, they have to hit like a nine to deal him damage. And his shape change too. Yeah. Oh my fuck this piece of shit. Uh Shang Chi, go figure, he's really good. He's nuts. This uh this has two dials and it's kinda hard to read because the picture's like sideways, but 76 points, very odd point value choice. He ignores characters on movement. His trait is the dragon and the snake. How many chambers do you enter in the Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> I'm not sure how many seals must be broken. At the beginning of your turn, you may choose offensive stance, which are the red clicks, or defensive stance, which are the blue clicks. I like that already. You turn Shang-Chi's dial to the same click number of the chosen uh, color. He has only four clicks of life, though, so you have to be kind of smart for 76 points. This is not an Austin piece, is what we're saying. He's only four clicks deep. You gotta, you, you gotta play him. You gotta play hero clicks. He doesn't, like, automatically just five damage? Sure, yeah, I'll take that. That's yeah, fine. I rolled a six on play. Uh, his defense dial is plasticity and poison on every click, along with this special defense power on every click. That gives him... Uh, uh, up, uh, up, 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 up. I went past it, sorry. He can use combat reflexes. Note, he was an 18, I believe. Yeah, 18 topped up. Not okay, good. Chill out, buddy. Eight, 18 plus combat reflexes and super senses. Not good. If an adjacent opposing character misses an attack, All right. targeting only him, you may place that character in a square adjacent to Shang-Chi. Then you may knock that character back two squares. I like that. How That's cool is so that power? Cool. His attack stance pretty damn good as well. Charge, special attack power on every click, and super senses on every click. Special attack power. 12 attack, 3 damage. Too. Precision strike. Give him a power action to make a close combat attack. His damage value becomes 1 and is locked for this action. During this action, each time Shang-Chi hits and the attack resolves, you may make an additional close combat attack against the same Yes! Target. Modifying his attack value negative one after each hit until action resolves. Yes! So it's a thousand punches. It's a thousand point uh, punch uh, yeah, technique. So, and Austin said 12 tech. Now, note, because of the wording on that, you will not be able to charge and do that. Right, it's a power action. It's a power action, but still. Oh, darn. That's a nice dial. I like it a lot. I gotta get, you know, I can't wait to get this uh, OP kit. And we haven't even talked about the last one yet. Which is also good. Oh, it's Little Old Moon Knight. Hey, Little Old Moon Knight. What do you know? Good keywords here. Avengers, Years for Hire, Martial Artist, Marvel Knights, Mystical Soldier. Ignores Elevated and Hindering on Movement. 75 points. Trait, Cycles of the Moon. At the beginning of your turn, remove your tampon from... No, I'm just kidding. At the beginning of your turn. Oh, I get it. Uh, remove a moon token from uh, this card. <laughs> too high, bro, for this shit. <laughs> You're too high, <laughs> At the beginning of your turn, How do you move. feel about elves, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Did you miss me? Yes, we did. Alright, at the beginning of your turn, remove a moon token from the card, and if you cannot, place a moon token on this card. If there is a moon token on this card, boy, they're really uh, simplifying the wording here, modify his combat values by plus one, and he could use willpower. Um... Yeah, it's even hard to even explain how this is going to play out in a game. 
essentially every other turn he gets plus one. You're gonna have plus one combat values and willpower. You're gonna have to figure out the pacing for yourself. Um, he's a pretty solid overall dial for seventy five points. Toughness and uh, he's kind of one of those half and half dials almost. He's seven clicks long for for seventy five. Yeah, yeah, he's good, and he's got regen on that last click. His uh, special movement. He the only thing he really lacks is attack. His attack is only a ten. Uh, for the first four, and then goes down to a nine on the second two. But his special movement power uh, gives him charge, running shot, and stealth. Huh. So pretty not good, bad. pretty good options there. If you had some a resource or two to kind of provide him one extra power here or there, he'd be pretty juicy. But uh, overall, great OP kid, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forward to this really good. All of those pieces I'd like to play. That does it for news. Let's get into our main topic. Our main topic. We said last uh, week Origins provided us plenty of new ATAs. I believe we have 10 in total. Yeah, 10 total. We have each uh, split these up, and we have three figures, at at least three figures for each ATA that we feel could benefit pretty well. I totally forgot to do this. Right. What you forgot? Well, we'll I'm the Drew Alderson this week. We'll do Austin's on the fly. What I I re- I remembered to do this this week. Well, how about this, Austin? You go last, and you can uh, do some of these. Yeah, I'm just trying to get right. everything working on my phone. Drew Alderson. Hi, that's Drew Alderson. You did your homework. I did. A plus for this guy. Thanks. See me after class. I got something special for you. All right, we're gonna have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, ATA did you do? Which one are you covering first? Uh, let's cover all my teammates are useless. I tell you what, before we start, I'm going to okay. share these on our, uh, on our Facebook page. So if anyone's listening at home and they want to go, you know, be able to see these and read them. Uh, and He's typing it out about. as you speak. You don't get this level of live, <laughs> live. You'd be like, where was I when Hunter typed out the Facebook message? Oh, he's scrambling, ladies and gentlemen. Austin Smith is scrambling. (laughs) I can tell you one of mine is going to be really quick. Don't tell me that, Drew Alderson. My nerves are hurting on him. I don't know what I'm doing. All right. All my teammates are useless. Which one's this for? Uh, This one is for the Legion of Doom. All right. It's not saying much. Uh, Let me tell you what it does. It's four points. Um... At the beginning of your turn, if a character using this team ability is adjacent to a lower point character that can use this team ability, keep in mind that it says that can. They don't have to be using this team ability. Do they? Well, typically I would say that that wording would let you combo it with wild cards. However, this one's uncopyable. So I'm not sure why they worded it like that. I think what you're asking, Drew, is yeah. if it just means that if they were... Well, but if you I think you, 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 would, then, you would have had to pay for the ATA in yeah. this case. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, you may choose to modify a combat value other than damage on that lower point character by minus two until your next turn and modify the same value on this character by plus two until your next turn. That is an awesome and fun ATA. It is. Let me... Let me tell you some awesome and fun pieces you right. can use. What to combos play. you got for us? Um, my first one is uh, Lex Luthor uh, from Just League Trinity War. Oh, that's my favorite Lex Luthor. The one who can, it's no, unless you're Austin Smith, in which case you need a better Lex Luthor 
I need all the Lex Luthers. I don't think there exists a better Lex Luthor. Than you're, this one. you're totally right. Um, this guy's really good. He's got an 18 defense, so if you want to get up next to one of your pieces and put him in front and you know make it a 20. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you can do that running shot pulse wave for 13 damage and make it a guaranteed thing. That's how you Let's do see. it. Yeah, because at the wording of the ATA, it says at the beginning of your turn yep. is basically when you're doing the action. It doesn't say you have to stay next to that character. So yeah, at the yep. beginning of the turn, you could pump Lex up plus two, and then, then he could move in. He sure yeah. can. You can pump him up. Yeah, good point. So he can do some things. He's, he's got leadership and outlet, pretty good figure. Uh, number two, number Tizzle. Mm. Number, the Sizzle is uh, uh, from Slosh. Oh, Bizarro. I'm going way back. Oh, Mr. Bizarro. He's known to cause some trouble here and there. He is. Uh, mostly, uh, this guy's just got like, um, I, I think that this guy would be good uh, just modifying defense values and like going up adjacent with a weaker point character and upping defense and then just mm -hmm. like uh, being annoying. Because he had shape change, super senses, or indom on, you know, pretty much every, or not indom. On like, Every third click, basically. Or has super senses on 66% of his clicks. Yep. And shape change on 33% of them. Yep, he's... Uh, figures down, dude. You know, um, you know what else that helped with Bizarro is every now and then when you do dip down to that 8 attack and sometimes 9, yep. you could pump his attack up when you needed to. Exactly. That's a good point. It, really good with Bizarro. Uh, and then another one who suffers from low combat values... Is my boy Fast Forces Solomon Grundy, the oh, unkillable? Oh, Grundles, the unkillable. <laughs> They're both unkillable. This this one more though. <laughs> um, when he's KO'd, remove him from the map and place him on his character guard. While the, on his card at the beginning of your turn, you may heal him with one damage. And if he's on click one through six, you may place him in any starting area or square of hindering terrain. Po opponents receive victory points each time Solomon Grundy is KO'd, but. Just keep bringing the guy back. He's got low point values, but you can help that out. He's got low point values and very high damage values. Right, which is the only value you can't adjust with that ATA. He gets like close combat expert later. <laughs> so you steal two attack from someone. You got an 11 attack, 6 damage coming out your face with steel energy. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Have fun. Sorry I did my homework. Well, my free ATAs. <laughs> I remember the ruler one. All right. Is that it for that one? Yeah, that's it for that. All right, one. which one? What's your next one, buddy? Uh, we'll do the quick one. Uh, by Odin's beard, which is the Asgardian one. Mm, I guess I could have guessed that. Yep. You sure um, it's not the uh, Amazonian one? I thought uh, maybe it was I'm, Great Lakes Avengers. I'm pretty sure it's not the Amazonian one. Ah, uh, oh, dude, Great Lakes Adventure Avengers. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Send no one ever. I, Low douche. <laughs> Low flow. Are we going back to the tampon jokes again? <laughs> Thought you'd do highbrow for that. Hey, yeah, but then I've already revealed that I didn't do my homework, so fuck it. All right, Byron's beard. As guardian, requirement uh, have to be one hundred points or more. Interesting. At the beginning of your turn, roll a d6 for all characters using this team ability. These characters can use the indicated powers until your next turn. Uncopyable. Uh, one to three, nothing. Four, outwit. Five, perplex. Six, prop control. Man. Uh, so I'm going to give you a hint and say why this is uh, 
this is good with this is good with everyone. Pick a piece that's over 100 points, and that's an Asgardian. This they don't have good. any of the shit. This yeah, is, like Loki would be the only one that would ever have outwit Purple Prob. Yeah. Odin sometimes has Some, Yeah, sometimes Odin would have it. But but uh, just letting you know, there you go. Cost 10 points, but it's pretty worth it. It is. Side note, is this the first time, it's the first time I can recall ever at ATA having a requirement like yep. saying requirement uh, X, Y, uh, I think No, it's I, not. There's, there's others. There's oh, others. Older ones, I think. Well, let us know. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head that had a requirement like that. Uh, so what pieces are better? Are you just going to say... I'm just going to everyone. Yeah, that's any Thor. Any much, Thor. Because he never has outwit purple prop, really. Put it on King Thor and see what happens. I think he gets prop sometimes. He gets outwit later. And, but yeah. Why not guarantee it? I yeah. like this ATA for 10 points, um, especially with uh, any... You don't even have to specifically be playing an Asgardian... Or yeah, you can play an Avengers team yeah. and just give it to Thor for 10 points. Exactly, and I think that's where this really shines, because paying 10 points per character and maybe having some overlap or problems with unreliable support is kind of eh. But when you have just one character that doesn't have any of these things, mm-hmm. yeah, randomly one turn will take it out with prob for 10 points. Uh, what about your last one, Dirger? Shield? It is Shield. Um, uh, let me read it to you. Don't they get enough love in this game already? We gotta throw Shield another ATA instead <laughs> nope. of doing something else. Give a character using this team ability a power action. Place that character into a square within six squares and line of fire that is adjacent to a higher point friendly character using this team ability hmm. and an opposing character. Then make a close attack. Interesting. It is. So you have to make sure you're in a, you you target a square with it. So you don't target a character, but it has to be adjacent to an opposing character and um, a friendly character. That's or a friendly that's using the TA. It has to be within line of fire and in within square, six squares. This so, is. And they have to be higher points. Pretty situationally useful. Yes, but I. Can't. But I'm sure there are some generics that benefit from it, probably. They, there's some generics, and then there's some other figures. Um, my first is Peggy Carter. Oh, Peggy. Because, I mean, she's got 10 attack, 3 damage. So the whole point of this is not um, to really give her, you know, not to attack with her. Um, she's more useful as coming in, and um, she'll probably have stealth and shape change because, I mean, you're going six squares out, so hopefully that's past the, you know... Halfway point of the map. Uh-huh. Um, and then you can use, before you do it, you can, uh, at the beginning of your turn, just, you know, prep it and then power action are over. So if you want to get rid of their defense and hit them for three straight through, you can. Or if that you want. That is a good point. So, or if you want to, like, uh, get something else and just, like, um, yeah. So she's pretty good with this ATA. She's, like, really good, actually. Um, my second one is, uh, Agent May. Um, also from Oh yeah, Nick I played Fury. her main set one. Yeah. She is good. I've played her before. Um, mostly due to the fact that she has combat reflexes and toughness with exploit. Um and uh she's got that whole field team backup thing, which is fine, but like, come on. She's 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 just a good tie up piece that can get in there and do some damage, mostly. Um, and my last is uh one you probably wouldn't expect, but uh it's uh, 
100-point Hulk, also from Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who's only 100 points, as mentioned. So if they tie up, like, someone who's a higher point, for example, um, you can just, you know, bring him in if he doesn't have charge later down the aisle or something. I don't know. He doesn't have charge on his last three at all. Yeah, so. I mean, and then he can outwit once he's in. And he can give, you know, adjacent friendly characters, I think. Or is it just friendly characters? Which one? The damage power? Yeah, you just give friendly characters with the shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You can use it whenever you want. On the on the Peggy combo. Yeah. I'm reading the wording. I think it would work, maybe. But I don't know if they've ever ruled on how exactly her damage power is triggered. Because here, here's what I mean. Let's read it again. At the beginning of your turn, choose a standard power or team ability. Yeah. Opposing character. That part simple enough. This is the second sentence. Opposing characters within three squares of Peggy can't use it until your next turn. Are they saying that these two are a package deal? Like when I activate it, is it at that point? All three yeah, characters. Yeah, I see what you're Peggy. saying. I don't know. I, the way it's worded, I think your combo would, should work. It should. However, you know how it goes. They they do that and then they clarify late, later when somebody has rules questions. Oh no, that wasn't intention. You know, it would be the whoever's within three of her when she activates it. It's two separate sentences, and sometimes that's kind of what they go by. Is it would be in this case, it would be two separate. Things, therefore, your your idea would work. I would think. If it happened at our venue, I and I read over this, I would my first inclination would be yeah. That Apparently, according to hcrounds.com, it's a constant area of effect. I don't know if that's a real thing. Yeah, so it, so it would work then. Yeah. Um, if that if that is in fact how it goes down. All right, my I had the the last four on the second page here. Some of these are, as Drew had a pretty easy one. A couple of these are super easy. A couple of them aren't exactly. Uh, the Sentinel, Sentinel one is reprogramming. And you have to either be called Sentinel or you just have to have the robot keyword in your name include Sentinel since there are so many different, like Sentinel mark this and mark that and all that good stuff. Sentinel Captain America, all that stuff. But at the beginning of the game, choose a keyword for all friendly characters using this TA. Characters using this TA modify their attack value plus one when making an attack targeting only opposing uh, characters with chosen That's keyword. good. Very, very good. Um, so I tried to find Sentinels who don't have the highest attack. Yeah. Um, who could really benefit the most from this. And there's actually a decent amount. And pretty much all of them are from the Days of Future Past set, oddly enough. Because they are pretty good, like, power sets. But... Not super high um, attacks. I'm gonna pull them up so we can look at them. But the I think the biggest benefiter is my favorite Sentinel, Sentinel Alpha Three, the rare one. Yeah. Because you pay three hundred. He has three point values, three hundred, two hundred, or one hundred. But if you look on all of them, he's really not starting with an attack value, a respectable attack value for a, a piece of his point value, like. A 300, your whole team basically at 300 points. He only starts at 11 yeah. attack. Other than that, his, his values are good. 19 Emperor, 4 damage. He's got running shot. He's got these special attack powers that are super strong. But it's just, I'd like that extra little yeah. attack. So 
If you're playing a big points game, I would use it on him. At his 200 point dial, he's only a 10 attack. That's pretty low for a 200 point figure. And again, Casey Batman could have a 13 attack at 150 points, but exactly. Sentinel. No. In the same set, I think the uh, the three different point versions of the regular Sentinel, particularly the 150 point version, can benefit from it too because they yeah also they kind of taper off only a 10 attack. They have charge, they have quake, but only a 10 attack, so they can really benefit. And then. Um, then on the flip side, I thought that the Captain America Sentinel, he's sort of in the same boat. Yeah. In that, um, I think he's under. Uh, he only has, he is uh, at 200 points. I think he's a great dial, but he only has, again, an 11 attack. And it would just be really nice to have that extra little bit. So those are my three choices for Sentinels. Uh, there's another ATA I'll do next since it's extremely similar. And kind of the same idea behind it. And that one was uh, Task Force X. At the beginning, uh, you can have either Rogues or Suicide Squad for this one. Is and this the first X, like the first ATA with an X in it that wasn't X-Men? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> because I saw this at first, I was like, oh god, another X-Men ATA. You can have Rogues or Suicide Squad. I kind of did multiple characters for this one since there were two keywords. At the beginning of the game, or when a target is KO'd and actions resolved, choose an opposing character to be the target. Characters using this TA modify their attack value plus one when making making an attack against uh, targeting only the target. So I try to choose figures that are pretty good and kind of expensive that have these keywords but don't have the best of attack uh, values. And there's actually quite a few. The two biggest ones I think would be Abracadabra. Yeah. He only has a 10. He's a 110 point, uh, point attacker and kind of support figure. Great range, 8 range, but only a 10 attack with a 3 damage perplex. So with the ATA on top of his perplex, you're looking at a 10-3, and then he could pump either a damage to a 4 or you can go 12 attack. Um, I've played him like 3 or 4 times. I really like him, but that always is kind of a pain. Yeah. But I hate paying a lot of points for a figure and not knowing... If I'm going to attack, if he's one of my main attackers. The top. The top. Really good character. Really good figure, actually. Gets overlooked Sealed a lot. Sealed superstar. The top. He's got the charge flurry, and if both attacks target the same character and at least one hits, you give that character an action token. I think he can benefit pretty well from this. He could. He's 102 points. He only has a 10 attack. Um, Killer Frost, the same thing. You're paying 121 points for this figure. She has three clicks of nine right in the middle of her dial that yeah. she could really benefit from this. Plus, the more you hit, the more you're going to trigger her steel energy trait. Right. So it'd be important on her. Um, then I had two more, I think. Yeah. Captain Cold, another 100-point attacker, only a 10 attack. And then Captain Boomerang from the... Uh, uh, new OP kit. He's halfway decent. and uh, Or from the Suicide Squad OP kit. And uh, he's, okay. he's more of an Alpha Striker guy, but yeah. he has a really good energy explosion, so it'd be nice to get that attack value up as high as possible so that you hit everybody. So that's why I went with those. Um, on the flip side, an ATA that I don't think is actually very good, to be honest. Okay, let me take this back. It's not that the ATA in theory is bad okay it's bad for the people that gave it to because they don't really need it and that is flash family 
Okay. Keyword speedster. Give this character a power action, half its speed value for the action, and choose one. Move it up to its speed value, and then it may make a close attack, or this character makes a close attack, then move up to its speed value. Well, why, why do they need this? They have, The vast majority of them have hypersonic. Yeah. They don't really need it. It's on the most figures I was looking at, it's pretty pointless. There are some exceptions. The, the guy I think benefits the most is Impulse because he has the Speed Force. See, here's one thing. If your character has the Speed Force trait and you have Sidestep, you're not triggering Speed Force right. because the moving of the Sidestep and then the attack are two separate actions. It doesn't allow Speed Force to trigger. You don't get a Speed Token if you Sidestep and then hit. However, if you use this ATA, this is one you know, smooth right. action, so therefore it does trigger speed force. It's one smooth action. Impulse. Smooth. Impulse has six clicks, and three of those do not, and they're kind of scattered around. Three of those do not have, or they just have sidestep, so he's not going to be building his tokens. So it is useful on him. And then Dark Flash can kind of benefit from it too, because his last two clicks he has sidestep. Again, I was really reaching for some of these because, like I said, this ATA is not that great. And then Johnny Quick, two clicks of uh, uh, Johnny Quick. Uh, Johnny Quick, I think, is a little uh, somewhat okay for it too, for the sole reason that he has energy shield. So there may be times where you get tied up, you don't want to risk missing your roll uh, on your yeah. hypersonic, and you so you do want to attack and then guaranteed get away and be able to use your energy shield. Uh, and then also his last two clicks, he only has a uh, sidestep, so maybe useful to have the ATA. Now, this last one, one of my favorite <coughs> keywords, and there are a few figures who are really good, who will be really good with this. And this is X-Force keyword. Oh, I wonder who's gonna be on this. When building your force, this character has New Mutants and X-Men keywords. A character using this team ability can use Sidestep and can ignore characters on movement while using Sidestep if it's within four squares of a friendly character named Cable, Psylocke, Storm, or Wolverine. Note, this is worded the same way the Batman Family ATA <clears throat> is worded, meaning that those characters, it doesn't say another friendly character named XYZ. Yeah. So, Cable, Psylocke, and Storm, or Wolverine, if you play them, they will automatically always have sidestep and ignore characters on movement. Hence, my first choice, the Super Rare Cable, who's crazy good, but yeah, yeah. he needs to be at range. He has running shot, and he ignores Elevated terrain on movement, hindering terrain on movement, blocking terrain on movement. Everything but characters. So you give him this ATA, and it lets him ignore characters now and sidestep away before it, so that he can take his running shot because he does not have sharpshooter. Um, and he's he's one of those pieces that likes to be at range. He has a seven range. So I think him more than almost anybody when I was looking through really benefits the best from the ATA. Um, Shatterstar, I think, can make use of it. Uh just for the sole fact that he's already an excellent piece, and this is going to get him now on X-Men teams. Yep. Because he does not have X-Men keyword, and he's one of the best pieces in the game that do not have X-Men keywords. So it's going to open up some new combos, and then again, give him some sidestep here and there when he needs it. Um, Spiral, I think, really benefits from it too, because for one, she never has sidestep. And for two, it's really going to help you position your gateway stuff better, because you're not going to have to move and place gateways in separate actions if you right. didn't really want to you could you could be moving up for free and then placing your 
your thing. So you're not gonna have to clear, basically. Um, and then again, the sidestep will just help her when she, especially when she gets on her close combat uh, yeah. dial part. And then Phantom X, I think it can help too a little there bit. There he is. I knew it was coming. Mainly, honestly, the main reason he's on here is sort of like Shatterstar. Like, he's already a crazy good piece, but his keywords kind of limit him. So yeah. now you're going to open up New Mutants and X-Men to him as well. Uh, that does it for me. Austin's got the last three. All right. So the first one's actually the simplest of them. I'm the Civil War one. Basically, it's for any Avenger five point. At the beginning of the game, you put a... Or you, you choose Captain America or Iron Man. If you choose Cap-friendly characters using this team ability that are on their starting click and have no action tokens, can you sidestep. If you choose Iron Man-friendly characters using this team ability that are on their starting click, can you use plasticity. Um, sidestep is insanely good with Avengers. Um, most of them do have the traditional move and attack abilities. Um, there's one specific character, I think, that super benefits from this, and that would be Hulk. Hulk traditionally has like a six or seven charge, um, that extra two movement on his charge on his open dial gives you a much wider range on his alpha strikes. Um, Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hulk particularly, I think, has a six for his charge and a super high alpha. Um, on the plasticity end with Iron Man, um, traditionally Iron Man figures are super expensive. Um, you're trying to play keep away most of the time, so being able to shut down hypersonic melee is huge. Um, that stops Superman from charging halfway across the map to smack you with something. Um, <laughs> yeah. It keeps it keeps you on that top click and it keeps you uh, able to break away if you need to and yeah. stuff like that. That dong of steel. That yeah. dong of steel, son. Faster than speed. Hunter um, got it. This is. I think out of out of a lot of these, he this is probably. Uh, Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I think out of most of the ATAs, and I think part of it's because once again it is the Avengers keyword, which is one of the most prolific in the damn game. Um, this one is really versatile. There's a ton of figures that can take advantage of either side of this one. Um, diplomatic immunity is my second one. Um, I'm going to try to sum it up, or do you want me to go over the entire rules text? Yeah, go over the entire rules text. <laughs> Keyword ruler. At the beginning of the game, place an immunity token on the character card of one character with the highest point value of those using the TA. When a character with an immunity token is within eight squares of an opposing character's starting area and is dealt damage, and Jupiter is in alignment with Mars. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it may be given an action token to remove the immunity token from its card and ignore the damage dealt. When a character with the immunity token on its card is KO'd, you can then place the immunity token on the card of, of the remaining character on your force that's the highest point character. So you pass it down to the next guy who you paid for, basically. And it's uncopyable. Um, hold on. Is... When he's KO'd, you may place the immunity token on the card of the remaining characters. Character on your force is the highest point. Oh, that can use this. That can use okay. it, yeah. Okay, so rulers in general are very expensive figures. Correct. Um, for it to require a ruler in the first place, you ruler theme teams are something you can build, but in general, this is going to be one of those ATAs like, as I mentioned earlier with the Asgardian one. You're sure. going to have one ruler on your force, and you're going to make this his... Bitch, you're going to hit me for an extra six damage. I'm going to remove the alpha. I already know who I'd play this on. I bet you you're going to see him. Um, Baron Strucker is no, actually who I want. That's <laughs> not where I was going. <laughs> but okay. I, I, uh, I like Baron Strucker with it. Um, typically, as I said, you're going to be playing a Hydra-themed team. It's really easy to pick that up. 
Um, he really gets up in the fray, so having him on the other side of the map close enough to actually take advantage of this is really easy. And your opponents are going to try to target him first off, or any of your Hydra leads. Um, Black Panther from uh, AOE. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. He's already an evasive, annoying figure to begin with. Um, he can get wherever the hell he wants and get away really easily. So he, for, He's often behind and like just charging okay. right in between everybody and getting into the action. So he's probably going to be close to the starting area. He's 140 points. I mean, that's a good chunk of your change there. You really want to protect that. Um, and without any reducers, having the ability to completely negate such a heavy hit is huge. Um, here's one that I like because well, duh, it's Ultron. But uh, all, the, all the Chase Ultrons have ruler. Pretty much. I think uh, at least three of them do. Um, the Phalanx Ultron, which we actually kind of shit on a little bit um, in the AOU, can benefit majorly from this. Um, he has phasing, and he has a lot of stuff that keeps him um, locked down to one place. So the ability to move him to the other side of the map, get a good position, and know that you're safe from one big alpha on him is really helpful. And then uh, the last one that I want to bring up is actually a group of figures that most people don't realize have ruler, and that is um, a lot of the Colossals. Um, Shumagorath is huge. He has ruler. Um, and a lot of these figures are ones that you put a lot of points into. You have that top click that's really freaking nuts, that 20 defense, 6 damage, whatever. Like you want you, When your opponent finally hits you to be able to just say, okay, I take an action token. I don't care. I have Colossal Stam anyway. Um, to negate that hit, um, massively useful on those figures. You know, another good note of, of this combo with Black Panther, the way that the ATA is worded, it's when you're dealt damage, is on, is when you decide to give the action so token or not, and you would get to roll super Panther senses. Super Senses first yeah. to see if you're even hit. Uh, so that kind of makes it even better. Oh yeah. So you get to see your super central first before you decide. Um, as someone who plays a lot of ruler figures, I'm really hyped for this ATA. Like I'm definitely gonna get my miles worth out of it. Um, and then the third one I had is the Red Sun Suns, which is a Kryptonian ATA. Um, as if we really needed another way to make Kryptonians even better right now. A character using this team ability can't have their defense power countered if they are on an out if they are outdoors. And do not occupy the lowest level of terrain. Uncopyable. For five points. This is too good. It's way too good. This um, is way too good. I keep thinking of like, I was like, oh, well, I'll just think of some maps. There's a huge list of maps this is stupid yeah, on. Yeah, this is dumb. Um, I mean, like, just off the top of my head, you have like Superman and Wonder Woman as a great figure. And we complained about the fact their defense power could be outweighed and they get blasted. Um, any of the shifting focus Superman. 90% um, of the crap we just got in uh, the last four DC sets that have Kryptonian is nuts. The the cha shifting focus Superman, the defensive one who has that bullshit defensive yes. power, you're not going to be able to outwit that anymore. Um, and that's all he does. <laughs> another fun one is... Oh, let's see. Oh, I was wrong. It has quintessence. Disregard me. I was going to say, uh, there, lately a lot of the more expensive Kryptonians have been getting... Uh, quintessence or uncounterable stuff like uh, um, the Kingdom Come Superman and World's Finest don't need this because they're already uncounterable. Um, I was going to say the Brainiac Skull Ship, but it already is has quintessence. I'm checking here. Um, he does have really That Aquaman I played against you the other day the from the main set of Batman vs. Superman, 
he that eight that ruler eight two would be good on him too because he's another one where he's hypersonicing around and he's a melee attacker. Mm -hmm. He's I, likely to be in your opponent's near your opponent's yeah. starting area. Aqua, Cal Drogo. Cal Drogo, yeah. Aqua Drogo sounds like a terrible freaking uh, aftershave. All right. Well, hopefully that uh, gives you guys some ideas. If you come up with any combos that we didn't. Let us know in any Except email. for the Kryptonian ones. We don't care about those. We already know there's like a bajillion broken yeah, ones. Yeah, this is true. It's just, I mean, hell, people used to pay 50 points for uncounterable abilities on yeah, with the freaking gauntlet. That's really dumb for five freaking points. Hi, Wonderlore Mountain. You're already annoying enough when you have a hypersonic flyer. Alrighty. Before we do comic talk, let's do community. Let's check our <laughs> Facebook. Let's get real excited <laughs> for community. <laughs> I think we had a message on our Facebook first. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Oh, yeah, I know we did because it was from uh, our man from Japan. Malcolm Rush. What did I do with it? He deleted it, Malcolm. Either that or he deleted it, maybe. It should be in here. Either that or it was on our wall. Let me check our wall. This whole layout of the Facebook page now looks way different, actually, even since yesterday. Yeah. That it changes was not like there. every day. That right there was not there yesterday. Everything's backwards. All right, well, let's go to visitor posts. Connor's Clicks says, Patrick, uh, the winner of Worlds, created Chameleon. I like it. In the sculpt, the person in Chameleon's mirror is Patrick. Or Magistic. Just some small sneak peek about who and what Patrick designed. WizKids is posting an article next week about the figure doll. That's awesome. I really want a new chameleon. Connor is also the one that sent us the uh, picture showing what the new Turtles Series 2 boosters are going to look like. And it, as we can see, it looks like they're going, with, 90s cartoon. they're going with uh, the 90s cartoon on this one instead of the Nick cartoon. Uh, Will Holland got ninth at a Super Q. Congrats to Will Holland. And that does it. Yeah, so Malcolm, uh, if you didn't mean to delete that email. Oh, look at that chili with burritos. And there's one with cheese that's up above. You can't, you can't point out one and not the other. That's bias. So I, I can. And I will. Resend that email to me, Malcolm, because uh, I must have either misplaced it. It sounds good right now. Some chili with some good old fashioned burritos in it. Fruit of general sounds good right now. Unless he sent it to, you know what? Maybe he sent it to our, uh, maybe he sent it to our uh, Gmail, and I just am forgetting. All right. Also from Connor, okay. Dear Dial H, I was the kid who asked for a photo with Drew. It's Connor's, it was Connor's clicks. By the way, I'm actually younger than 14 to 15. That's how old Drew thought I was. Well, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wondering if I can be on an episode just for Bad Samaritan. Sure. Yeah. We haven't done Bad Samaritan. Uh, we were going to do it today, but I had forgotten that we were doing comics talks. So well, I ordered a new phone, so I'll actually be able to play it a little better, too, in the future. Um... Send me your uh, Skype info, Connor, and we'll set some up. If I ever did face Drew in a match, though, I'd school. Thanks again, I agree. Connor. I mean, uh, we'll see. It would probably be the moment that Drew and <laughs> freaking... Did you listen to the episode where you were at Origins? Nah. Because I think we made quite a few jokes about you just, like, killing yourself right there at the table. You do have a depression streak when you're losing Drew Alderson. I don't do that at big events. 
I just mostly do that at like local games and stuff. I'm just saying, there was, you walked out of the dugout and fell to your knees once. I did. It was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty great. Davey Bosarge, excellent episode this week, gents. <laughs> I was being just you know dramatic, but hope y'all are doing great. First off, glad to hear you all. You guys are enjoying Overwatch as much as I am. I haven't gotten to play nearly as much as I'd want to, but it's great. I'll have to get your Blizzard info if you're on PC so I can bring down the quality of your teams. I don't think that's possible. I yeah, play, this is true. I play all open queue for the most part. And, God, uh, dude. Uh, as you, long as you're not going to pick a sniper when we already have three on offense or something like that that most people seem to do, Hunter, you'll you be got, fine. You, got, uh, you guys all got ahead of me, right? And I don't play as much. That's me. That's my problem. But uh, I play with all these like lower level guys, and I always get like 40, 40 eliminations, like gold damage with soldier, like just shooting it. Exactly, it's, it's great, fire. isn't it? I don't even have to try. I just like I just like aim at them because it's these, fish in a barrel, isn't it? These sparrows just like miss their rockets at me, and I just shoot them down, and like you don't even have to evade the rockets. You just stand there and just fly it over your shoulder. After the widow nerf. The McCreener soldier has also gotten much stronger. He has. I love soldier so much, and especially in uh, in competitive. Like he's he's getting really. I, I've good. got you right in my. He's so versatile. He can play back line, front line. He can help. I love him as infiltrator. He can flank. He can. He's so good. I like playing him like he's a reaper and just infiltrating back line. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That's, that's with his healing and everything, like he's just so good at that. But he says uh, they nailed it with the character variety and managed to give them all a pretty strong sense of personality. The sketch variants you talked about are a great idea. Adding something to clicks that enhances the value of a random booster without impacting the game itself Bingo. is a smart addition. Not to mention the figures look great. That Moon Knight is a must-own. What do you think of sketch variants, Drew? You weren't here to talk about that with us. They worry me, but uh, now that we, we're, we've confirmed that they're not chases... Um, four different dials. Yeah, four different That's dials. That's the big one. That's, I mean, I think. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's good. It'd, it'd be a completely different ball game if they actually played different. Also, glad to hear people are still discovering the podcast and the old episodes. They were huge for me in learning to play, and they're always entertaining. Who's discovering our podcast? We had two new guys last episode write in and say that they had just went back and listened to. And every we apologized to them because <laughs> our old episode. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's been a trip. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think we read this one last episode. Uh, Calder tried to get this one in. He tried to get this one in before the last episode, but he barely missed it. He says, I hope this gets in for next week's show, but moving right along. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? All right. Yeah, that's great. Shut up, Austin. I have a few questions. (laughs) I like this guy. One, how excited are you for the Deadpool X Force set? Uh, I know I'm excited. Uh, I loved the first Deadpool set. I can't wait for this one. As the hunter says, I'm excited for the X Force part of Deadpool and X Force. I wonder if they'll have the X Force keywords since they seem to like screwing over X Men figures. As as we talked about last week, I love all of these characters, but we just got them like a year ago. So while I'm happy, I'm not like. Excited yeah, exactly. is the word I would use. You know what I mean? We need a new dog pool, dude. We need a new cyber. <laughs> is the, like no, we cybers. did not see a cyber. <laughs> we didn't need a cyber to begin How with. are we supposed to live without GW Bridge? 
The cybers are all so bad. Like, they just need to make one good one. Number two, is there a bet for Howard the Duck to be in this set? This has got the highest probability. I we say that every time. We say that every time. Well, I think Killer Moth is going to be in Joker's Wild, so... Killer Moth will never get printed. Drawers. No, no. Did you listen to the thing? What thing? I've only got 20s. <laughs> did we listen to what uh, thing? Did you... I, I don't think you... Did you see the slide... I don't know if it mentions it in the slideshows, but Scott Diaga DiGiorno, Scott DiGiorno's, that's what I call him. I think it's Diagostino, the guy who did the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in videos and stuff before. It's Diag, yeah, I know. He was the one who uh, did the whole speech and presentation thing. And they mentioned... That characters Stop and villains. Me. Stop poking me, Drew. Villains of lesser renown would be in this set. That sounds like Killer Moth to me, Austin. Don't break my finger. Don't poke me with your finger. What one even, of these is hold on, less? Hold on, even lower renown than Conan McKing and Crazy Quill? Yes, apparently. Oh, well, I don't know. I think Killer Moth. I'll put a five dollar bet. Killer Moth won't be in Joker's Wild. Can you meet me, Drew? Yes. All okay. right. Fair enough. Uh, what about Howard the Duck? He says, if there isn't a bet, I officially bet Hunter a jar of olives that he's in set. I'll never make it. He that. still hasn't eaten the jar of olives he's owed. Me and Aaron First, hold up, hold up, hold up. It was never a jar. Let's not up the ante. <laughs> it was a olive. I will eat a spoonful of black olives. That's the most I'm going. The word jar was never included. <laughs> Aaron was going to bring that to your wedding. It would have been great to see you have to eat one and vomit at your own wedding. Just number, three, number three, this is for master debate. Oh, I'll put five bucks on freaking that Howard the Duck will, will be in the Deadpool set. Okay, I'll take that bet. I say he, I'll take the bet. he will not no, be, I won't. He will not be in a set for the rest of the year. I'll say Spidey and... I'll, I'll meet that. I'll take that right. because I think he's more like almost more likely in Spidey than me. Number three. Uh, yeah, he was in the last Spidey set. All right, master debate. Who would win a fight? Movie Zemo. Or movie Lex. It's a fist fight. Okay, he's got two options. First option is fist fight. Who wins in a fist fight? Zemo. Zemo. Hands down. Former Special Forces versus... I can't even argue that because movie Lex was horrible in all aspects of the word horrible. Let me pee in this jar! (laughs) Alright, here's the second question. Who can solve Sudoku the fastest? (laughs) Between... Uh, between. Movie Zemo Lex is kind Lex. of a, a hipster, and Sudoku is right up their alley. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with the, I'm with also on that. I don't know though. Movie Zemo is really, really clever, but I feel like Sudoku is probably not something they do in Slovakia. Probably not. <laughs> Just uh, for the fact that it has a Japanese name. This is closer for sure. Yeah, it is. I could. Who has a fucking doing Sudoku? I love this. Question. Who has the best hair? Movie Zemo or Movie Lex? Movie Zemo. Movie Zemo, just because fuck Movie Lex. Uh, I think that is it. That is it, because I cannot find uh, Malcolm's email. Yep, that's it. Alrighty, well, if you are listening and you do not want anything about Spider-Verse spoiled for you in our comics talk... Everyone dies. We will see you next episode. I'm not going to lie, I didn't get to read it. If you don't care about <laughs> Spider-Verse being spoiled for you, stick around. I'm not going to say I'm shocked, Drew Alderson, but I am. Well, considering someone hogged a copy forever. I was waiting on someone else to say that. I told, I told them I Well, it was, it was supposed to go you, then me. And then you never said, hey, Drew, I'm done with Spider-Verse. You never said, hey, Austin, can I borrow Spider-Verse? We can wait. If you want to read it over the next two weeks, we'll wait. 
Yeah, let's do that. All right, we only we just gave the biggest cock tease in the history of Valley's for Heroclix. We even were about to start the segment. <laughs> Sorry, George. But you know what? Now, if you don't read it, no one's gonna let us live it down. I know. So right? you have to read. I the have pressure to read is it. on. <laughs> pressure is on. All right. We'll it doesn't do well under pressure. Why are we putting pressure on him? We'll see you guys next episode. <laughs> All right. Bye.